welcome to Aspire. Aspire is about hope. It is about curiosity. It's about interviewing people who are interesting in our community, who have something to share, a voice and an influence around how do we make life just a little bit easier on ourselves. And tonight I have Susanna Carpi here, ready, uh, readymindsetgo.com.au and she's our mindset coach that comes in every month. What is a mindset coach? In life, you know, I... I there's a couple of things. I, I do two main work with two kinds of um, people: workplace coaching, um, looking at productivity, um, self development, communication within an organisation. But my favourite, my favourite work, I guess, is, is life coaching, and it's for people who are who are just really recognising that um, they'd love some support on having life be that little bit more exciting, joyful, purposeful and not sure how to go about making that happen. And um, the, the modality, if you like, is is through our thoughts and um, so very much about creating um, a positive reference um, with our thoughts to create a better life for ourselves. The chance that our thoughts and feelings are being directed by mind and if we relax the mind, then negative thoughts or behaviours are less likely? Uh, Relax relax is an interesting word. I I guess it's that, you know, we talk about the ego and um, how um, in many ways it's like um, it is take, takes control. It leads us as opposed to us leading our thoughts. And so it's taking a proactive approach to um, the thoughts that we have and also recognising the emotions that we have so that we can better serve ourselves. Oh, better serving ourselves. I mean, a lot of people talk about uh, self-care and self-love. And I have seen people in my company balk at the idea of self-care as if that punishing nature that they've been conditioned to have through their uh, upbringing or their religion or just the straight up go to work nine to five (laughs) kind of um, idea about what we think life is. How do you gently say to someone who's never really considered self-care an option for themselves to open up the possibility of it? Or is that what a full-time therapist does? It really starts with recognising that you're ready for something to change. So at no time in my work do I, without permission, look at what's going on for someone. Um, So it's really about looking at what they want and what they recognise for themselves. So there's no, like, advice like you have to do this or you should do this. It's really about when people recognise for themselves that they're, they're willing and perhaps ready to explore a different way to support themselves. That's when that's when the magic happens. Right. So it's not force feeding the people around me living an example of a life so that people can tap into that. Oh, that's interesting, Alex. Why are you doing it like that? And into someone's face and tell them how they should live their life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think, you know, like the best advice I always say is the advice we give ourselves. Uh, yet quite often we don't trust ourselves mm. and listen to that advice and act on it. So very much no one wants to be told what to do and certainly it's the, it's those inklings and those whispers that you have within yourself that are guiding you. They're the ones that 
you know, we can start to act upon if we have great role models around us, great literature around us and um, some, you know, thought-provoking radio shows perhaps <laughs> to, to give us some, some insight into what's going on for ourselves. I've got Susanna Carpi with me from Ready Mindset Go. She's waving to me across the studio. Susanna, yes. are you a car singer? Oh, yeah, and a car dancer too. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one at the lights going, woohoo. And um, have you ever had someone take a, a second look at your particular dancing style in the car? Um, possibly. I guess I don't <laughs> notice. I'm sort of in my own zone. <laughs> the best way to be. What is it? Dance like no one's watching uh, unless uh, someone's beeping you because you're not watching the, the, the traffic lights. light. Yeah. <laughs> Well, tonight we want to talk about the whisper. Careless whisper? No, that's George Michael. The whisper within oneself to, um, that gives us a little hint that we may or may not be on the right track. Susanna, have you had a moment in your life where you have gone against that quiet voice that said, oh, I don't think this is a good idea? Yeah, that's one of the ways that you know that those whispers are speaking well to you is that when you go against them, and we've all had those moments, you know, you can call it gut feeling or intuition, um, whatever uh, whatever you like to call it. But when we act against it, that's when we know that, um, you know, oh, I wish I, you know, I knew I shouldn't have done that or, you know, um, I knew I should have done that thing that I thought I should have and, and that's when it turns up and that's when you get the recognition that those whispers have some truth to them. So how do I know, say I t- I've taken a new job and there's a couple of things that are happening that aren't really fitting very well how do I know to trust the voice that says, hey, I don't think this is a great fit? Like there's, like there's, no, there's no light or there's no joy that's going to come from this engagement with this particular commitment. Yeah. Okay. In that situation, so I put myself in that situation. So I'm in an environment where I'm thinking, oh, this isn't really working for me. It doesn't feel right. Or, you know, um, some things happen around you that don't really impress you. And so in those moments, it's really great to start to get curious. Mm. Yeah. So um, quite often we look outside of ourselves to kind of reflect back, um, you know, so we don't always look at what's going on in us. So, so is it that you're scared, a little bit scared? Is it that that there's some boundaries being crossed for you, what they might be? And, you know, it's so it's like in that situation, I probably wouldn't act uh, hastily and I would take some time to delve into those thoughts and feelings that I'm having to, to create and, and get some certainty around what that is for me so then I can act. Another... I guess, intuitive voice or little whisper that you can get is when you get that little whisper that says, call your mum. And then you call her and you find out she really needs to tell you something. What's that about? Oh, it could be lots of things, you know, <laughs> and I think, the, you know, the science hasn't really caught up with it. Um, but certainly if you do um, reading in, in that kind of metaphysical area, there's lots and lots of information about it. Um, I know for myself that I, I get those kinds of little messages. It's like, oh, I must call Alex, for example. And um, <laughs> and usually I say, I was just thinking of that's you. That's <laughs> right. And so regardless of what it is, 
if you act on those things, um, that's going to give you the validation that those um, thoughts are there to support you. Yeah. And they're, and they're a different sounding thought for me. So I have uh, negative self-talk. I have loud, boisterous, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I can't even focus on anything. This, like, life is so good. And then there is that real soft knowing. But to get to that knowing, I need to be connected. And whether that's connected with another human or connected to earth or just connected to what my body wants, whether I'm tired, like it's okay to... Oh, my God. This year, I found out it's okay to sleep when you're tired. During the day, Susanna. (gasps) Napping. (laughs) At any time, I finally got over my FOMO, fear of missing out. (laughs) And I just... I guess what kind of strategies would you share with a client around how to access that that source of knowing? Sure. So to use a bit of an analogy, it's that that knowing's a bit like a radio station. Yeah. And um, quite often we're tuned to beat it up FM. You know, beat ourselves up FM or um, I've got lots of things to do. um, I'm just so busy station. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's really about giving yourself like, you know, um, looking for the channel firstly on the dial and um, and then when you're noticing that um, that you're getting some frequency to just be present to it. Um, There's lots of ways that you can work towards building up a bit of – I guess, expertise around it or practice, around practicing it. Um, Writing is a really great way. Um, A really simple exercise is to draw a circle and just drop into the circle all the beautiful thoughts that you want to tell yourself. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Um, And it's a really great way too when you're about to go into a meeting or have a conversation and that you just want to be really intentional about what's that meeting or, you know, Mm. is going to be about, draw a circle, drop words into the circle and you're creating that space for you to be connected and present to what's coming up. And it also kind of cements the intention, doesn't it? Yes. So if if I have an unshakable foundation around what my intention is, walking into a confronting situation, friends, family, workplace, wherever it may be, if I hold the intention of wanting a particular outcome that's beneficial for everyone with an intention of compromise and an intention of solution. It's more likely to happen if I drop into that space. It's true of any thought you have, you Mm. know, like there's that saying that says, you know, be careful what you wish for. And so if you expect a meeting to go well, um, it, it more than likely will doesn't say that it absolutely will but you've got more of a possibility um, by having those thoughts that it will go well than if you go into a meeting saying oh my god this is going to be really bad I'm really scared it's going to be awful and a lot of that will show up for you. Especially if you are someone who's non-confrontational or come from a background of having been yelled at or been around people who are Um, dysfunctional or not consistent in their responses to you and this follows us through doesn't it so we're growing up and we're just kind of trying our best to navigate life and then we get into a workplace and I'm not sure if my colleagues going to be consistent with their response so I have a couple of options I can shut down 
I can expect it to go well, even though my entire family evidence says that it's not going to go well. Is this too difficult a question to ask? Yeah. Like, what, 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 where do you go when you're conditioned in a particular way and you have an inkling that you want life to look different to how you know or how you've expected it to look? Yeah, so well, I guess what we're talking about here is what we believe. Right. We're talking about our beliefs and quite often, you know, I, I kind of say tongue-in-cheek that our BS gets in the way, our belief system gets in the way. And so what we believe about, about ourselves is uh, what is expressed in our lives. So if we believe that we're no good at confrontation, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to find and create all sorts of evidence to make that true for us. Wow. So our little minds are so wonderful. They'll go, okay, she believes, you know, uh, whatever the belief is. And so it'll go ahead and find all the evidence to support that. Yeah. So if you believe you make great pizza, then you will have lots of – you will – you will notice all the the great compliments. If you believe that you're a bad driver, you're going to notice all the things that support that for you. And um, our mind's very good at deleting um, and generalising all of the other things that are are present that might contradict that. So that happened recently uh, where someone said to me, I'm really clumsy, and I said, "Has has that been your whole life? And she replied, yes. And I said, and will it be for the rest of your life? And I knew I was being a bit cheeky, actually. You know, it's because I just thought that statement, that identifier of this is something that you need to know about me. Here's some deficit that you need to, uh, you know, don't expect me to be reliable. Don't expect me to be able to hold on to your precious things. Don't, you know, all of that kind of what's wrapped up in that statement. And I saw it all. And I really need to learn how to back off from people. <laughs> how did you learn that, Susanna? You're so good at letting people come to their own conclusions. Yeah. So, uh, so much of you know what I do in my work is that it there's. I'm there as um, a guide and that what I notice in conversation are the clues. Mm. So quite often when I hear someone say, I can't or it's hard or it's difficult, yep. for me that's a, that's the, that's that's um, – excuse me, then I know that we're, that we're looking at a belief, yeah? Right. And so our language and what we say about ourselves are the clues to our BS. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hang on. Is this, home, is this something that we can do during the week? Yeah, be a belief hunter. It's heaps of fun. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And do I get to wear a hat? Like, what do I get oh, to... If you want to. <laughs> so, tell me again. I've got some BS and I'm going through my week and when I hear, I can't do that, that's not something I do? Yeah, so I can't is, um, a, is a belief that you have. Yeah, and it's very different from I won't. So I won't is a boundary that you that you give yourself. Um, I can't is saying that I'm a victim. Right. Yeah. Um, so and things like it's difficult, also or it's hard is probably what a lot of people would say. It's hard is telling us that where the challenges are in our life, mm-hmm. and where we feel like we're not up to it. Right. So it's hard for me to turn up to this person's house because 
I want to conceive a baby and they've just had a baby. So what do you hear when I say that? Yeah, so it's your stuff, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's like it's not about them at all, right? It's all about you. So in that situation, it's what is it that you're feeling about that? Um, and I would say that perhaps feeling that you're not there yet and that for you perhaps you've got some feelings around it should have happened by now or, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess in that process, I've been reading this book called The Universe Has Got Your Back and that she talks about Gabrielle, hmm, someone. Bernstein. Thank you, Bernstein, yes. Um, and she talks about the idea of letting go and getting out of the way. So getting out of the way around putting your hand on your heart and really having those deep breaths and feeling that hurt and feeling that pain, acknowledging it, valuing it, honouring it and it being okay. And that's when the whispers are more likely to turn up to be able to guide you to what's right rather than bulldozing through locked doors, destroying relationships and destroying yourself in that kind of process of making it happen how you think it should happen rather than what is in play around us. Yeah, and, you know, everyone's journey is unique and there's a lot of messages around us telling us how we should be or how it needs to be or what we need to think or what we need to do. And uh, my kind of take on that is that what works for you is so personal and that you're going to embrace change in your life in a way uh, that's either going to support you or it will be challenging. Either way, you'll learn and grow. I will learn and grow. If I am a character who gets through life and does all the appropriate things and hits all the milestones and has long service, ta- service leave three times in their life, that is a 30-year career in one job. If I am that person... And I never have to ask the question. I never have to be curious because I'm happy with that journey. How does that person resolve in themselves without a sense of spirit or a sense of um, asking those questions? Or am I just sounding judgy? Yeah, uh, I, I guess we get caught up on that I'm doing it and it's it's the great way to go <laughs> and that... Um, surely everyone else wants to do it too. And, you know, some one of the happiest people I know is a mechanic and that's what he's done his entire life, um, has a veggie patch out the back and, you know, uh, I don't think the word spiritual has ever passed his lips. He's a really content, happy man and who's to say that his journey isn't evolved enough or awake enough or whatever the case might be. And it's really about that personal you know, I want it for me. Right. Right. I think, yeah, I think I was going down the track of trying to... I I remember watching Eat, Pray, Love with Julia Roberts uh, roaming around and just being so terribly white and privileged and um, making a difference to so many women's lives because the option there was to just drop the microphone and (laughs) go and do what she needed to do to find some contentment. And there's part of me that really resents that maybe my culture and my journey is is somewhat similar or relating to that. Like I, I feel stuck between just being content, being 
in this world making decisions, high-fiving as many people as I can compared to being a white, you know, nearly 40 uh, privileged Australian who turns up to Nepal looking for <laughs> the answer in some cow dung. Yes, sure. So in, in in that, I guess the, you know, going back to what we we're saying about whispers is that many people live their life and are content and happy, yeah, or miserable, yeah, as the case may be. And they are content with that choice, like, you know, like, um, otherwise they would do something to change it. Ah, ah, you nailed it on the head. That's so it. Because that's how you make change happen, is that personal experience and the storytelling and the... And the, and the niggling it just doesn't go away. It says it's not working when you yell at people. Try something else. That's it. You keep losing your job. You can't keep your, <laughs> you're paying your rent. Your friends aren't there to support you every time you need to move house. What needs to change? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we, we're stuck with those belief systems, yeah, that says it has to be a certain way. And when you start to look at that and challenge some of those beliefs, that's when stuff can open up for you, yeah? Um, in so much so that, ah, you know, the statements you're talking about, I am, I am clumsy, I am unsupported, I am whatever the case may be. Um, when it's those beliefs that you have that get in the way of you being able to move forward um, and fully support yourself. Susanna, I just adore you. I, and I think every listener that we have does as well. Wow, you've been listening to AspirePost.com. Tune in next time and find out how you can make change happen.